Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X Studio. This is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon. And yeah, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. And with me, a great guest. I know, I know all my guests are great, but hey, they are. But seriously, I've got a guy in here that probably affects your day-to-day life, like every day, and you don't even you don't even realize it. But the next time you go buy something, or maybe you have it shipped to you from one of our many vast warehouses up here, you really have this gentleman to thank. I have with me Cliff Hardesty, Barcode Depot. Cliff, welcome to the Northeast <laughs> Studio. Thanks for having me, Tom. I'm happy to be here. I got the last name right, didn't I? Hardesty, yeah. Okay. I, Some know. people pronounce it Hardesty. Hardesty. <laughs> I've heard it. Uh, That's your cousin. Yeah, yeah. Distant, distant cousin. <laughs> Cliff, welcome, sir. Thank you. Barcode Depot. Now, I know what that is, but not a lot of people may, but they they, they hear barcode. Yeah. So they got an idea. That's right. Now, did I build you up well enough on that? I know. You really... Uh, did I build you up? Yeah, I know. You put the pressure on. But uh, it is true, <laughs> though, every time... Almost every time, because you cover you cover quite a footprint, my friend. Mm-hmm. Often, when someone receives something that was delivered, let's just say delivered to their house, regardless of who delivered it, and it has a barcode on it, that barcode got read how many times? X amount of times, a bunch, a lot, and a lot of that's because of you. Yeah, that's what we do. I guess. Thank you. I, you know, we're out here doing the Lord's work. I guess. So right? you're allowing my wife to support the local warehouses <laughs> That's right. multiple times every day. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ecom's yeah. been yeah. huge. We're that house that uh, we leave the drinks and stuff for the the delivery guys. That's hilarious. That's yeah. We're awesome. that we're first name basis with them all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Talk to me, man. Barco yeah. Depot. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. So uh, my dad, he actually founded the company back in uh, 1996. He was working in the industry, actually selling barcoding equipment, a little company called Markham and another company called LXC. Gotcha. And uh, so he was in the industry at the time. If this uh, equipment would get damaged, they would just replace it and it would be, you know, be thousands. They would of throw dollars. it out. Yeah. Just throw it away. And so dad was like, well, you know, I could probably save you some money if I just repair it. It just kind of took off from there, and you know, word of mouth is huge. He got in with some pretty large three PLs of the no, world. Three PLs was that? Sorry, so, uh, third party logistics. Okay, okay. so three PL. I'm very of, ignorant. Uh, My listeners are not. Yeah, they knew. They knew what that was. <laughs> Me, I got nothing. Yeah. Three PLs. I mean, isn't that like the third drink of the night? <laughs> no, no. Sorry, sorry. Three PL. Think of DHL, NFI. There's some large three PLs out there. Anybody that would warehouse for another customer. I got you. So if someone wants to be hands-off with their warehouse operations, they'll hire a a DHL NFI to do all their warehousing for them. So it's something that's really been blowing up with e-com and stuff. I imagine Uh, so. Makes sense. So there's a lot of companies out there that just specialize in e-commerce. That's all they do. Yeah. They'll have 75 to 100 customers in one warehouse. Wow. And they're just doing order fulfillment and things like that. Order fulfillment. I got you. Yeah. No, I'm with you. No, no, I'm with you now. So, yeah, we, uh, we've been around since 96. 
started off just as a repair shop, repairing this barcode scanners, mobile computers. If you're listening to this and you're working in a warehouse, a lot of people mm-hmm. refer to it as a scan gun. Scan gun. So that is, okay. yeah, that's the terminology people use in a, in a warehouse is a scan gun. We started uh, repairing this equipment, we made partnerships with these big distributors like Blue Star, ScanSource. We were able to sell new equipment to them when it's time to upgrade. And then we also got into warehouse labeling. So any oh, wow. type of label you see on a rack, any type of barcode or with anything. With the barcode. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So you create so, the barcode? Yeah, so we'll create the barcode. They'll usually really? send us like an Excel spreadsheet with the data that they want on it. Where they want to go with it. Yeah. yeah. That and, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll give it to our production team and then we'll print it and ship it to them. And then we'll also do installations as well. So we can do that. Made some partnerships with some software companies. So we're doing a little bit more with the software side of things, warehouse management systems and inventory control, things like that. And then we also partnered with another company that, that makes asset management lockers. Okay. So we're helping some companies here, even one here local that has a couple hundred devices that they just have around the warehouse. Scanning guns. Scan guns. Wow. And a big problem with every warehouse is they don't know where these scan guns are. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. So there's a big problem with loss and, and theft, and people in the warehouse just don't understand that this is $2,000, $3,000 pieces of equipment right. we're talking about. So, By the way, you need it to do your job every day. Exactly. But, you know, they don't always think about that. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of warehouse managers are worried about accountability. I can imagine what falls on their shoulders. Yeah. They so, got to answer for those guns. Yeah, scanners. So, sorry. The the lockers help a lot with just accountability and. When you say locker, like you literally mean a physical lock it up locker. Yeah, yeah. They'll have like a clear door on it, so you can see it'll light up. Really. When it's ready, yeah. You like someone will walk up to it and it'll have like a pretty much an iPad, and you'll mm-hmm. tap your NFC badge or whatever right. form of identification you use to get into the building. So that part's pretty seamless. And then the uh, locker will pop up. It'll light up. You can see every device that's in there. And then it'll light up green. All they have to do is push on the green button, open it up, take their device, and then they're good to go for their shift. It's a way to hold them accountable. Exactly. So they're exactly. basically checking it in and out or out and in. Yeah, and some companies are even using it for like their time management. Like their that, time doesn't that, start. You know, that would be a good way. No, I, I'm serious. That'd be yeah. a great way to do it. Yeah. Someone shows up at eight, and then they, you know they got to drink a cup of coffee. They got to go talk to the cute girl around the corner. <laughs> That's and, right. You know, by about eight fifty, they grab their scanner and go to work. Exactly. Oh, I've been here since eight. Yeah. Someone so saw me walk through the door. I love that. Yeah. I like accountability in general. Yep. I really do. Mm-hmm. It keeps everybody honest. And yeah. um, it's been a hot topic right now with general managers because they understand the repairs for this equipment, too, is so expensive. Is it? Well, I mean, it's cheaper than, obviously, if you buy, than a, new buy a new one. Yeah. Yeah. What breaks on them? What, what are you repairing? And oh, man. Don't get too technical on me, but how do you break? I would think these things are like mini, I don't know, like mini tanks. How do you, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you so, know they're going to get abused. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. They're That's gonna the get, nature of the warehouse. They're, they're, exactly. Yeah. They're in a warehouse. Yeah. So everything is very ruggedized. That's why everything is so expensive with this True. equipment. Is right. It's built to last, and it really is built to last. I mean, the manufacturers do a, a good job, but there's not much you can do when someone puts their scan gun on a forklift and it falls off and they get smashed. You know, we, they have yet to make one that can withstand a 10,000-pound forklift, forklift. one, scan gun zero. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we've even seen some, what we'll, what we'll call is, um, everybody's going to a tablet now on the on the forklifts but we call like a vehicle mount terminal it's basically a computer with a big screen Mm -hmm. just attached mounted to the forklift and we've even seen like an impression of someone's fist on the screen so those are always fun that last day of work (laughs) exactly maybe didn't know it at the time (laughs) we've seen it all 
we've seen it all. I mean, there's a. I just want to hear about stories about stuff you see. <laughs> Man, I'm loving it. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, it's interesting for sure. We get some stuff. We just kind of scratch our head, and we're just we don't know how. We're not going to ask questions. But yeah, we're just we're we just don't, we don't need to know. We're, yeah, we're curious. <laughs> it's but, funny. We can we can laugh about it now. I imagine for that poor manager, it's not real funny. No, it's that's yeah, responsible it's, it's for a lot of money. Every, yeah. And a lot of them have budgets yeah. for that type of stuff. Some of them don't. Right. So when they don't have a budget for it and getting approvals and things like that, it starts becoming a bigger problem. Exactly. For them. You've got a couple hundred scanners running around a, a property. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Imagine Half you, a million dollars worth of. Or to or even to a million, depending on. A million on dollars worth of. Equipment just running around. You don't even know where it's at. That's kind of an interesting question i'm glad you brought it up because a lot of times we'll uh ask our customers like do you know what your loss is like do you know yeah. how much you're losing and a lot of times they they know it's bad but they don't they want don't, they don't want to don't add it up they, they don't want to know so it's cool i mean we have an roi calculator that we can provide them just to get rough estimates of they need it of how much money that we can save through like repairs you'll be and selling more lockers i know that exactly yeah i'm dead serious and stuff so a question i shouldn't ask you and, and i won't but is there a secondary market shall we say for these things there is, yeah. Is there really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We uh, we don't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I accidentally took it home. I don't know what happened to it. My wife yeah. threw it out. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, anything that's expensive and people realize it's expensive, you can you yeah. know, you can connect the dots there. Lovely. Other than stopping <laughs> stopping massive theft, potential theft and loss, I shouldn't say theft. Everyone is innocent, blah, blah, blah. That's right. <laughs> You're helping companies basically with their logistics, not just the loss side of exactly. it. Exactly. And I imagine improved logistics means yeah. less time. That means more return on investment, yep. less money yep. spent on quote-unquote time. Yep. All these warehouses, 3PL, I mean, anybody that's in warehousing is looking for efficiencies. Maximize. Because especially if it's a 24-7 operation, if we can just save them a couple seconds, I mean, that adds up very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. So not to get too much in the weeds, but there's mobile computers that you can wear. There's wearable devices that you can actually have on your wrist. Instead of holding it, it can be lost. You sit it down, forget where it's at. You can actually have a device that's mounted to your wrist, really to your forearm, and then you'll have like a a ring scanner that actually goes on your finger that Bluetooths back to the mobile computer. No joke. So if you're doing a lot of picking or kitting or yeah, whatever. Moving um, stuff back and forth. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're picking, it's right there on their forearm. It doesn't, the device wow. is not going to get lost. So That's, we've seen a lot of warehouses. Like we've been in a lot of warehouses. We almost try to take like a, a consultant role almost and say, hey, if you thought about this, this is what we've seen successful in one warehouse. And this is how we were able to help them improve efficiency. You know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? We're just there to help the customer, whatever's best for them. Makes sense to it's me. kept us in business for 25, over 25 years now. You, so. you mentioned it earlier. You said you were partnering with different entities, different companies. You know, here at Northeast Georgia Business Radio, we also are very, very blessed with some great community mm-hmm. partners. One of our great community partners is Logo Surfing Promotional Items and Apparel, your local supplier of all things branded. Contact Logo Surfing today to access the largest selections of affordable promotional products and custom apparel. Haruko and her team can provide the swag you need. T-shirts, hats, drinkware, writing instruments, banners, and much, much more. Visit Logosurfing.com. That's Logosurfing.com. Find the right promotional items for you. And while you're at it, visit our new website, negabrx.com, to see all our great community partners. Cliff, you still there? I'm here. There you are. What were we talking about? A big shout out to Logo Surf. I believe you've used Logo Surf. We have. 
We have, yep. Haruko and her team, they're awesome. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Yeah. What were we talking about, man? We were getting in the weeds or something. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about uh, just different efficiencies and stuff. that Wearable scanners. Wearable scanners. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies are switching over to those. They're noticing these devices are not getting lost as much or damaged as much. Yeah. When you actually have it on your person. Yeah. Take so, it out of people's hands. Exactly. Exactly. Less, so. less tendency to throw it. Yep. At the screen on yep. the forklift. I think you were mentioning partnerships. Partnerships, so yeah. super important. Yeah, partnered with a lot of software com- or a few software companies. Because w- what I found is a lot of uh, software companies, they don't want to deal with the hardware. They just want to worry about the software right. and let them do their thing. And then we can kind of come and help them with uh, the hardware because obviously all of their customers are using hardware. So we also do a lot of service contracts. Someone will buy a device and they want a three-year service contract mm-hmm. on it so if it ever breaks or something they can ship it to us we fix it ship right. it back to them we do a lot of that so we help them with service contracts and uh, help them procure uh, new equipment and different things like that how fast does technology move in that world it's made to last very physically it is yeah what about the well that's the, the thing the so it part of it these companies they're they're investing a lot of money yeah. in these so they're a little slow to update I don't blame of, them. You know, yeah. They want to hold on to it for yeah. a little while. They Some want to people, maximize that time with it. Absolutely. Self-defense. Exactly. So we do a lot of leasing too. So there's some companies that want to, you know, get new equipment every three to five years. So, right. and they don't have to worry about ever owning it. How about that? So that a lot sense. of people like utilizing that it frees up a lot of capital. Oh yeah. If you're talking two, three, four hundred thousand dollars you yeah. know, for devices. Half a million dollars worth of yeah. devices. Instead of dropping all that money at once, they're like, yeah, well, we'll just pay, you know, $10,000 a month or something like that. You just know? ten grand. Just ten grand. Yeah, no you know? It's one of those things, you know, people don't really think about it, but the, the warehouse really has to have this technology to, oper- to operate efficiently. It would shut down immediately. Yeah. And a lot of uh, the industry is going towards robotics. You, know, you see Amazon there right. investing billions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. in uh, automation and these robots and stuff. We're probably 15, 20 years away until... All the warehouses are fully automated, but it's, very few people. It's, very few people. It's working. moving in that in that direction for sure. That AI stuff does it basically work off of the barcode system? I've seen some of them actually use the barcodes. Uh, oh, some so, don't. Then some don't. Yeah, a lot of it's um, that's scary. I don't know that much about the robot. Well, I mean, I know if I we're know. going down a rabbit hole, yeah. forgive me. But no, um, I'm surprised to hear that. I can't yeah. say I'm relieved to hear yeah. that. I think a lot of them use like geofencing and. A okay, lot now, of, now you're really getting over yeah, the head. Yeah, yes. Those robots know exactly where they are in the warehouse, and then they're GPS they, inside a warehouse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So they're going by location, not by product. Yeah, yeah. But the right product's got to be in that location. And it's, yeah, and it's all being driven by the software too. I mean, the yeah. software just tells them where to go, and they go, and they have these sensors on them where they not they don't really run into each other. Right. Kind of imagine a big Roomba, if you will. That's kind oh, of yeah. what they are, and they'll pick up. Hundreds, if not thousands, of pounds. Oh yeah, of yeah. stuff. And well, hydraulics, yeah, yeah. yeah the hydraulics you do almost anything. Take it to a receiving door, and then another robot puts it on the truck. So now, it's, is that uh, a potential future for you for Barcode Depot working on that software? Someone's got to manage it eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's that's part of my. I can see you selling robots one day. <laughs> I can. Yeah, you're enterprising. You're a smart guy. It's uh, it's part of the vision for sure, and kind of our future. Is it really ten year plan? Sweet. Nice. But it's so it's still so new. It's it, oh yeah, and changing every day. I'm sure. Yeah, it, it's one of those yeah. deals where the the manufacturers are still working directly with the end user, right? Because they still have to generate that. I, I guess the demand's already there, but they have to show the value now. They have to right. sell the the company on They've the. They've got to justify X amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see that. Yeah, that's where the industry is going. Cool. You know, you're a business guy. I have a feeling you're a little older than 25. Probably not by much. You're close. <laughs> No, I don't. He's laughing. I'm an 28. Old man. I'm 28. I'm an old man. <laughs> you basically, you have grown up in this. 
Yeah. This has been your whole life. This has been my destiny. <laughs> I can I can relate to that. Believe me, I lost a bet early in life myself. Not that you lost a bet, but you've been in business all your life. You may be 28 years old, but you really have 20-plus years experience in business. Oh, yeah. yeah. You do. Seen, no, you yeah. do. Are there some just general business pearls of wisdom that you can that you can grant the folks? Hey, this is Northeast oh, yeah. Georgia Business Radio, right? That's right. We lean business. Yeah. Anytime we get to hear someone give some pearls of wisdom about business, we take it. That's right. Regardless yeah. if they're 28. Yeah. You know, I used to like you 10 minutes ago. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, this is all. No, I'm uh, serious. We're talking business, man. No, it's all wisdom. I, uh, my dad's uh, taught me over the years. And when do we get way. your dad in here? I know we got to get him in here. It man. would be fun. He's uh, he's pretty. He's kind of semi-retired. You know, he's. Well, got I'm some, retired, but yeah, I'm here. Yeah, he's he's got some land. From I have here. a feeling he's a bit of a salesman. A little bit, a little bit. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. it'd be fun. He's a good. Dude. He's probably my age too, so we'd probably hit it off pretty well. Oh yeah. You know these yeah. young guys coming yeah, in right. here. Heck yeah. with that. It's <laughs> funny. He just got him a new tractor, so he's been pulling around on the land on on the tractor and as everything. he should yeah so no uh, sorry sorry back to business back, back to business back, back to, to business. business growing up i mean looking back on it now i i kind of took it for granted back then just how hard dad worked starting the company yeah and he was in a comfortable sales position when he started the company and he kind of went off and did his own thing so i can only imagine the the risk I mean, that's involved when you go off and, oh, yeah. and you have a Jump kid off the and, side of the world yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's you know it's worked out well for him but you know, one thing he's always told me is you pay your vendors first, you yeah. pay your employees second, you pay yourself last. Right. Just sound business principles mm-hmm. like that is, I think, is what kept us in business for this long. And a lot of our businesses come through word of mouth. Cool. You know, just being your real authentic self, doing what you say you're going to do, show up on time. That's half of it right there. Show up, honestly, early. Growing up, going to church on Sundays, I mean, we were at church 30 minutes early. That's right. You know? That's right. If you're there on time, you're 10 minutes late. That's right. That's know? right. That's just the little things, things that you can control. There's so many things that are out of our control. Oh, yeah. But if you can control and really perfect the things that you can control, mm-hmm. it, it'll it do wonders. It'll oh, do yeah. wonders for you. There is no secret formula out there, especially... especially well, you got to be uh, yourself. That is part yeah. of the formula. Yep. you got to be yourself. At the end of the day, you sell yourself. And you people, really and you, you know, you mentioned it earlier, you know, people like working with people that they like. They like... Um, no like and trust. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we're so relationship-based mm-hmm. in our selling. Our customers have been around for 10, 15 years. Right. And they know, they know Gary. They know, you know, and they're starting to know Cliff now. Just building that personal relationship with our that current customer base and then different things that I'm doing on bringing new customers in. But it's, it's been great. I just, it's kind of funny. I just feel like I'm kind of fulfilling my destiny, you know? You I'll, kind of are. Yeah. Honestly, you are. So you I'm really just, are. I know so many people that their dad owned a business and they didn't fulfill, you know, they didn't want to go work in the family company. Oh, I see that all know? the time. We were That's so, the last thing I wanted. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know, but I know that. Yeah. I was smart enough to see how we, Got to live growing up in the vacations we took. Oh, yeah. And that's only because of the risk Dad took mm-hmm. 10, 15, And you never realized ago. the pressure on him. No. Now you respect it. Yeah. You totally respect it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. No, I'm with you on all that. Entrepreneur listening, there is no secret formula. It's just show up, be on time, be mm-hmm. consistent. If it's a, a product, make a quality product. Yeah. And, and, con- and consistency is key. You know, oh, yeah. it's really just the Chick-fil-A formula, right? Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> a much. A great product and do it consistently. That's right. Before we wrap up, i got to bring it up. Yeah. Have you finally gotten past the boss's kid stage? Because I was called yeah. the boss's kid. Yeah. Not son. Not yeah. The boss's kid for yeah. years. I was very... And I hated that. Yeah. I was very self-aware of that. I was first, too. 
starting I that, and I just didn't want them to think I was just some just the boss's kid entitled, you know. Yeah, who just woke up one day and walked into the no, situation. Yeah. So yeah. you and I have very similar scars, about twenty five years apart. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So you know, honestly. you 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 earn somebody's respect. You don't just go in there and bossing people around. Like you have to have a mentality if you're part of the team. And and being somebody in leadership, it's our responsibility to set your people up for success. They don't right. You know, they might work oh, yeah. for you, but it's you're working for them, really. And that, and the rest will take care of itself. One of the hardest things I had to realize is that my employees, they are employees. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give the same 190% oh, yeah. that I'm giving, nor should they. They are the employee. Yep. I want them to be good, don't get yep. me wrong. At a young age, I just couldn't understand why so-and-so would just say, Meh, I'm done with it for now. Or, I, just, I couldn't understand that. End yep. of the day, though, they are an employee. Yeah, and they don't, you know, they don't have as much skin in the game. Exactly, right? so, exactly. And that's why an owner gets paid the way they do because they took the risk. Well, there were right? a lot of times when I didn't get paid, but you know. Well, right, right. You know, but when he gets more established and made it happen eventually, I think people kind of forget the the risk that these entrepreneurs take when they well, go out on their that's own. That's just it, you know. Well, it's, my job brings in ten thousand. I should get half of that. Well, yeah, and if you want to pay half of the insurance and half of this and half of oh, that yeah. over there and half of the taxes, yes, you can have a, yeah, have whatever you want. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, overnight success. Right? Yeah. Do we have a website? We'll wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Do we have a website? Yeah. Uh, so people can find us at www.bcd, as in obviously Barco Depot, the number four RF, as in Radio Frequency net. And you can uh, find us on LinkedIn at Barco Depot, or it's easy to find me, just Cliff Hardesty, and you can find more information about us there. Awesome. Cliff, thanks for coming in, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. They're going to play my music any second. Oh, they're playing it. It sounds good. Cliff, thank you again, brother. And thanks for having me. Really enjoyed the conversation. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Folks, bcd4rf.net. That's the number four. I'm Tom Sheldon. We'll talk to you soon.